Thank you for joining us on another episode of Ditch the Job. Let's do this. What is up, Ditch the Job listeners? Mark Berry, the podcasting coach here, helping people launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts. And when it comes to the word job, J-O-B, Brian Tracy likes to say just over broke. And there are a lot of people who do want to get out of their jobs and find that path to a full-time income, which is exactly why I created this podcast to help you on that journey. Uh, our guest today, she actually uh, went from that fear of letting go of her job, which I feel like a lot of people can relate to, to then tripling her income in one month. So we'll be talking about that. She is the creator of Women Innovators Podcast and Publishing Program, as well as the Thought Leader Show and the Daily Success Institute. Our guest has shared her expertise with business owners and local marketing consultants at places like Harvard, Microsoft, Coca-Cola, and NASDAQ, among others. Uh, our guest has also helped hundreds of people become international best-selling authors and is the creator of the Beyond the Bestseller book creation and marketing formula. Our guest who joins us for this episode of Ditch the Job is none other than Tammy Patzer. Tammy, welcome to the show. Wow, I love your energy, Mark. Thank you so much for inviting me. Tammy, I'm so happy to have you on Ditch the Job. And this is our first recorded episode, actually. So definitely, you're number one. You're the first guest uh, who is on the show. I'm very excited to go into it. But I'm wondering if you could just give us a backstory about uh, why you felt like you had to get out of your job and then being able to pull that switch. Well, let's just put it this way. I, um, I'm a little bit older. When I was coming up, um, I was a newspaper editor in middle management. And in the late 90s, I actually got my social security statement. And I saw it. And I've worked and lived in Florida my entire working life. And I looked at it and it said, I was going to be getting a whopping $930 a month from Social Security when I retired. And it, I just said, oh my God, I couldn't live off of that. And again, low wages in Florida is very common. Like at the time, I was probably making $8 an hour, you know, even though I was in middle management. And I went back to school, got my master's degree in mass communications, and started teaching. And all I saw was the freeway. I was driving up and down the freeway, going from my day job to um, a university job in Tampa, which was 80 miles each way. And I was doing this three, four times a week, trying to piece together enough money to support my family. And at the time, I still had two sons at home. And so I was really struggling. One year, I drove 64,000 miles driving up and down the freeway. And it was just this realization that I had to figure out a way to ditch the J-O-B, and it is a dirty word. Um, because I was physically and emotionally worn out and I knew I had to do something. Yeah. And I could relate to that. Like, I mean, 
the closest thing I'll ever have a job is just going to school. And it's just that drive back and forth, which, uh, you know, it's like 20 minutes for me. But if you're, we're talking about an hour or two hours, because that's why I know some people have those kinds of commutes. I mean, especially if you're going to a job just to make income. Now, I'm no social security buff because I'm nowhere close to that. But uh, like social security right now is just like a side income at the very best. And uh, the way taxes work, some people get higher taxes when social security kicks in just because of how the rules work. There's a better book on that. Uh, but pretty much, yeah, like you don't want to rely on that. That's a big mistake people make just thinking that's going to cover them when they get out of their job. Uh, so I'm wondering how were you able to, uh, because you mentioned you were like exhausted and stuff like that from the freeway and all this travel back and forth, how did you find the time and have the willpower to pursue, uh, the business on the side? That is really interesting because you know, you're, you're trapped in your car. And when I was doing this, we did not have podcasts that were downstreaming into our car. I had either cassettes or CDs, and I would get cassettes or CDs. First, I started working on my mindset and, and believing that I could somehow magically change my life. But what would happen is as I was driving, I would listen to different uh, tapes or CDs about different types of work I could possibly do. And what happened to me was interesting because I actually was working at a job as a, this was in uh, 2007 and eight. I actually ended up working as a consultant in a, for a real estate company, helping them set up their social media. And I could see that this was going to be big. You know, Facebook was not a fad. YouTube was not a fad. And that somehow I could make this change. So I'll be honest, when I, I got to work and I was doing my work every day, I started to devise a plan. And the plan was that at some point I was going to quit this job I had because it was an hour and a half commute each way. So that oh, was wow. three hours I was losing. I'd come home at night and there was Jim Cockrum, which he had a, a online program called offline biz. I would print out all of the instructions and I literally would soak in the bathtub <laughs> and read all of this instruction <laughs> about how to get new clients. And so I started as simply as that. I'd stay up, you know, I'd get home about six o'clock. I'd stay up till about 11 o'clock. And I would spend all of my free time focused on the escape. You, you know, that's really how you look at it. But I was able to use the money that from the JOB to help supplement this escape plan. And what I did is I decided I was going to do local social media marketing for people locally. And it happened that one of the potential clients was a doctor. And of course they wanted to meet me. So I had a doctor's appointment. You know how, when you have a job, you actually have some time off 
to, to you know, go to the doctor. To oh. So I had a doctor's appointment. <laughs> so I took advantage of that, and, and I look back at it, and it's like, okay, that wasn't really honest, but, you know, I was desperate. I was so desperate. And the beauty of that was, uh, and you know the power of video. So I made videos where I would talk to the doctor. I'd say, hi, this is Tammy Patzer, and I want to tell you about social media. Well, he invited me to meet him, and this really says how powerful video is. When I walked into the door, I actually was wearing the same outfit mm. that I had done my video introduction to the doctor. He hugs me because he felt like he knew me. As in, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm onto something here with this video stuff. So actually, after I met the doctor, he actually became my client. Guess what the first service was for him? Video. Oh. Oh, video. <laughs> it was video. And then I optimized the video. And again, I had no malice. I didn't know anything about really doing this. So I did the videos for him. I, I did, you know, Q&A videos. And then I optimized them using the local town and the topic. And all of a sudden, all these videos were on page one of Google, and many of them are still there today because I didn't know anything about scamming the system. I didn't know anything about Black Hat. All I knew was, oh, okay, he's in this town. This is what he um, has, so I would do that. So <clears throat> what happened is I got a few clients like that. I got a, a, a plastic surgeon, the doctor, a pest control company. And again, most of these people, I either had to have a doctor's appointment during the week or I managed to talk to them um, on the weekends because, again, this was in 2009 by this time. And people were still expecting you to show up to, to meet with them. Mm -hmm. So... I finally got enough money and I bought myself um, the 27 inch iMac computer. Five days after that, the human resources lady came in and said, I'm sorry, but we're going to discontinue your job. And of course I was like, I wanted it. I wanted my job done, but I was hanging on. And, and that's something many people do. We want the freedom. We want to get rid of the J-O-B because we are just over broke. I was working not just the one job, but again, I was trying to create this new business. Previously, I had had three jobs at a time just to make the income of one. And at one point, I couldn't figure out why I didn't have any money. But think about it. I'm commuting. Gas at the time was $5 a gallon. And even though I had a Prius, that was still eating up all the money I was earning. And I bet lots of people see that. Child care, gas, um, car, insurance, just time. We, we lose it. So... There I was, I lost 
my source of income. But the good news was that because I'd had my doctor's appointments, I had a couple clients. And the following Monday, it was like all of these bricks had been lifted and I could focus. I could focus on providing service. I could focus on getting new clients. And this was in November. By December, my income had tripled from what I was earning from the J-O-B. And I was like, oh my goodness, I, I can do this. I can be self-employed. I can be an entrepreneur. But that was only the beginning because I really, I was, didn't have the self-esteem to even charge correctly. Yeah, there's like so many great insights there that I want to jump into. And this is one of the reasons why I really wanted to start Ditch the Job because uh, you have people who think, you know, like I want to get on my job. You have other people who think, I feel fine on my job. My job is safe. But as Tammy mentioned, I mean, she's lucky she was doing this stuff on the side because then she would have went from however much she was making to flat zero. Uh, and that's something that happens to a lot of people. You think your job is safe. You think you're making a consistent income. But then, you know, you're, you're in a business. And if the business has less revenue, they're going to have to make some cuts to protect their profit lines. So you could be one of those people who gets cut if you have a job. While if you have your own business, it's certainly something very different. I do want to go into something you mentioned where uh, you said you would go home. You said you would read all these resources and take action. One of the things that people will say as a counter to doing this whole business on the side thing is the time factor where they want to spend time with their family. And I'm wondering if you share how you balance this growing your business with spending time with the people most important to you. That is a really difficult thing to do, but for me, the the balance came in, my, my children were older and I'm not married, so I didn't have to deal with a spouse. And that's a whole another issue that I hear about often, that if you don't have support from your significant others in your life, it makes it even harder. I did have support from my sons and what I did is I was still cooking dinner and we were still spending that type of time with each other. And I was still getting up and helping them get ready for school and we would have our conversations. So I, to honestly, you know, it is very difficult. But if you look at all of this in, as a uh, moment in time, and you can get the support from your <clears throat> significant others, from your children, even your pets. <laughs> because, for example, I have cats. When I would leave to go to conferences, I actually went one time and my cat was so mad at me that she hissed at me <laughs> when I got home. So you do have to have support from your family, if possible. And I think the way that you get that support is you do have to talk to them and explain to them how this is going to improve your life because there may be days when you have to focus on 
the project, the work to, to get it moving forward. But then there are going to be really great opportunities that will open up for the family to benefit from what you're doing. And so there has to be that support and but constant communication because I did get it um, from different people. They would say, oh, you're just going off on vacation when I go to a conference. And they'd say, no, I'm going off in order to learn and meet people because this is how I'm going to be making my money. And it's gotten easier, especially now that the my family members and even the cat goes, oh, she'll come back. So now the cat doesn't get mad at me. And my family, they're like, yeah, man, we got to go on a vacation because mom's do doing so well. And you've heard the old saying about, you know, when somebody's happy, then everybody's happy. Yeah. And that's the way it is. But, but it's really important. And if you are a significant other child or a spouse of someone listening to this, do support them, even though it might mean, gee, they didn't come to dinner once or, you know, something because you do have to, you do have to stop and say, okay, what's important? Like you don't miss your kid's soccer game or, or taking your wife out to birthday, you know, for her birthday. Don't screw up and forget all of the people in your life when you're focusing so hard, but you will have to make some sacrifices along the way. I mean, that's the reality of, of it because like me, I didn't have time. All I, I had to, you know, squeeze it in, but it doesn't have to be a lot of time. Some people, maybe you're only going to have um, 15 minutes. Like, let's say you're at a job and you get lunch and maybe it's an hour and you get a 15 minute break. Well, maybe you take seven minutes of your 15 minute break and you work on your business during that time. Maybe you take a half an hour of an hour lunch break and use that time to do something for your business. And then at night, if you've got an hour, that's how much time you can use. You know, you can immerse yourself or you can do, take it, chunk it up with the time you have. And again, I was fortunate in a way that I lost my job because all of a sudden I could focus 100%. But up until that point, I just did the best I could. And it actually took me from the decision point of I'm going to create this new business. It was in May and I wanted to get out of it. Probably I felt like I could have gotten out of it in July, but I was terrified to lose that income coming in. And the job ended in November. So about six months. And for some people it could take years. Again, don't quit your job until you have figured something out and you have some income coming in. I, I think that's important. You know, you just don't go, okay, one day I'm going to quit everything and do this. It's better to, to work your way into it if you can. Yeah, that's a really great point because if you just quit your job and you don't think about making money, like you think like this, uh, like let's say – because this was like investigate Bitcoin and like, because you see it goes up from like 
whatever 2017 gains were that really big year of Bitcoin, like people look at that one and they say, if I invest at this point and it does the same exact thing next year, I don't need my job. Now, I'm not saying that your business is Bitcoin, but you may feel like you have a good idea of what the fundamentals are. You may have feel like you can make the money, but you still have to pay expenses. So that's why, you know, getting out of the job, it's not as easy. And for people who they have a family, they have all these living expenses, they're probably calculating instead of just saying, you know, I'm going to quit because uh, there's a lot of things that can happen if you're not collecting the income you need to be uh, collecting. Now, I know that the way you got out of your job, the way you ditched, it was involuntarily. Uh, you got like, uh, they had to make cuts because, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the job is, you know, you're putting all of your eggs in one basket and something that could be taken away at any time. But uh, my question for you is, if that did not happen, do you feel like you would have left a few months later? Do you feel like you might still have that job just because of the fear factor? I mean, I feel like people who, they may not have the choice of getting involuntarily kicked out or cut or whatever you want to call it. Like, what do you think would have been different? I was on my way out. Uh, like I said, I had just purchased my 27-inch iMac computer. And so I, I was slowly but surely working my way out. Again, I think that may, probably within a couple months, I would have made that leap. But again, I, it was that income you know, that, that was coming in every week. And it was like, okay, I knew I had, you know, a certain amount of money to work with. And again, I just put this a computer on a payment plan. Okay. So <clears throat> I had put my, you know, and IMACs are not inexpensive computers. You know, I, it was going to be a, a, a healthy chunk of money every month. But I think that I've always been an entrepreneurial type personality and I had tried to create my own business several times before. And again, because of fear, every time the going got rough, what did I do? I ran and found a job. And because I had certain skills, I typically was able to find a job in media and, and and work in, in a field that I really enjoyed working in, even though the wages were low. However, there have been times in my life where the only job I could get was I was a temp. I worked for a life wrap, uh, life wrap factory doing uh, file reviews. I worked in, at a college washing pots and pans. I, and I always look at that. And sometimes when I get frustrated even today I'll go well maybe I should go get a job and then I'm like oh my god you know slap myself because it's like what are you talking about you can literally turn on the the money faucet anytime you want now and um, I'd love to share my story about about um, how I um, flipped my podcast into my books, which actually became one of my big success stories. And, and it's an example of thinking differently than what you may have thought. Can I tell you that story, Mark? 
Yeah, sure. I think if we dive into that and also using video podcasting books to get out of our jobs faster, I feel like that ties in nicely. Okay, good. Well, so in 2016, and again, this is 2019 going into 2020, and it's like 2020 to me, it must be clarity because everything is becoming clear to me. But in 2016, I had been doing podcasting. And I jumped into podcasting with basically zero knowledge, and I just had an idea, and I went for it. And that idea was women innovators. I was going to interview women who had these great stories. Well, the election happened, and as you know, it was very contentious between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And Donald Trump had said a bunch of really mean and nasty things about women and I remember feeling like, oh, my God, we just elected this guy president. What is going to happen? And I was feeling very um, stifled and very choked. And I was also at the point of, uh-oh, I'm going broke. I'm, I've done 150 of these podcasts, and I've made a little bit of money by offering my press release services and my publicity services, but most of them were free, and I was going broke, and it's like, oh my God, I'm going to have to go get a J-O-B, what am I going to do? And I said, dear God, please give me an answer. And this was in November, about a week before Thanksgiving right after the election. And Saturday morning, I woke up and I had an idea. I said, I'm going to turn my podcast into a book and I'm going to put it out there and invite people to be in my book and charge them and they get to be on my podcast. Because I figure that after you have 150 episodes, that's a little bit of clout even though nobody else said so, I felt like, hey, you know, that's a lot of experience. And the interviews were pretty good. So I did that. I just used Facebook. And I wrote a message in my Facebook newsfeed. And I, and I said, um, if you're interested in participating in a new book, Women Innovators, Leaders, Makers, and Givers, PM me. I'll send you the details. So I did that, lo and behold, by Sunday night, I had 64 women who had answered my newsfeed request and were sending me money. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, I was making money. And so I had all of these 64 women, you know, and my promise was, hey, we're going to get these books created by the end of the year. And, and I didn't even know what I was biting off <laughs> to do that. And again, 64 women in my mind to do all those interviews and to put them into one book would have been a disservice to all of those women. And I also wanted to figure out how can I use my podcast and my book and market, use it for marketing. So I said to everyone, I said, you know what? You're going to be part of my case study about podcasting and books and about using social media to market 
and I'm going to turn it into a bestseller if I can. You know, all of these things, all my entire um, concept of, of what a bestseller campaign would be, and it actually birthed the Beyond the Bestseller formula and the Women Innovators books. But the beauty of that is many people um, are t thinking about podcasting, about videos, about publishing, and you're a good example because you've written, you have your YouTube book, you have your Wealthy Author book, you have, um, let's see, I think it's a, is it a book about Twitter or not? I have a book on Twitter, podcast, content marketing, a bunch of different ones. Yeah, and you're a prime example of somebody who's, you know, you're kind of like flipping the concept, and then now you have Ditch the Job, Breakthrough Success, and then you have the public speaking podcast too. So you're somebody, you know, you're, you're prolific with the ideas and implementation. So, so the beauty of what we're doing, and I love my women innovators because, like I said, um, I was saying what I thought a disjustice was, was I ended up putting only eight women per book. So instead of one book, I ended up actually with eight of the Women in Innovator series. And out of that percolated these stories from some women who were thinking so big and that became big message, big mission. And then I had a, some other women that were so successful that birthed the Feminine Journey to Success book. So I ended up coming out with like 10 different women type books, but I have actually helped hundreds of people now become international bestsellers. And everyone was like, Tammy, well, what do I do with this? And that became Beyond the Bestseller formula, which is now what my primary business is. So this whole journey, of course, this has happened in a 10-year period. But if you're somebody that's saying, you know what, I really want to ditch the job, what you need to do is look at yourself and go, well, what do I want to do? What, what am I good at? And it could start with a podcast. It could start with an expert book. It could start with, with YouTube. There's so many ways that you can make money online, um, you know, on the creative side or affiliate marketing, but you just have to kind of look at it and then put together your plan. And, you know, even like I said, all if all you had was that 15 minute break in the morning and a 15 minute break in the afternoon and you use seven minutes on each side you know 15 minutes a day if that's all you had if you multiply that by five you know that gives you like an hour uh, more than an hour every week and you know and then because i know how hard it is to juggle you know especially if you have children and you have a spouse or a significant other and even pets, like I said, my cat got mad at me. So, you know, you have, it's hard to do this, but you have to have this internal determination and never give up when it gets hard and 
because that's, I think, the big thing. Most of us give up way too soon. You've heard the story about being three, three feet from gold or yeah. acres of diamonds. And that's what happens to most people is we just give up right before we hit it. And, and I know it happened to me many times. And luckily, again, another lucky thing, again, I'm a little bit older. So I decide I'm going to try to get a job at, for a small business development center. And I go all the way through the interviews. They loved me. I get there and they didn't hire me. You want to know why? Why? They thought that I would go in and counsel all these business people and then steal them as clients. <laughs> so I was, again, ethically, I would never, ever do anything like that. If I took that job, I would, I would have severed, you know, my interests and done the job for them um, as an employee. But you know, if you believe in a higher power, which I do, I'm always protected and, and I've got people looking out for me or, you know, spiritually and in the real world, you know, um, I'm very protected and I listen to my intuition also about, you know, moving forward. And just like opportunity, you put a call out saying, hey, I'm going to do a podcast called Ditch the Job. I saw that, boom, opportunity. I took advantage of it. And then I get the honor of being the first person interviewed on your Ditch the Job show. How cool is that? Yeah, definitely very grateful for you to be the first on Ditch the Job. I do love the idea of the books. Um, I was part of writing Grow Rich, which became a USA Today Wall Street Journal bestselling author. I paid around $500 to be in that book, and there were at least 20 people in that book. So you can see how a model like that can add up really quickly. And I mean, it's like the book model is really great. Definitely a way for you to think about ditching your job. You can even, like, again, calculate it. Maybe make enough money from that book where you could take a weekend day off or take another day off or uh, come home earlier so you could work more on your business. Uh, so maybe you don't leave your job right away, but you find a way to like cut a day out of the week. So, uh, that is something to think about as well. Uh, Tammy, I'm wondering for everyone who wants to learn more about you and follow you on your journey, where are some good places we could go? A good place to go. You can go to my brand new website. It's called daily success Institute.com. You can find me on any social media under my full birth name, Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A, -A -A, Patzer. Uh, I am very responsive. If, if you friend me on Facebook or LinkedIn, uh, I'm not a big Twitter person, but LinkedIn, uh, Facebook is what I normally use now. Uh, the Daily Success Institute.com. You can also go to TammyPatzer.com and find out more about uh, the different things I'm doing and beyond the bestseller formula is a uh, very, um, I'm really excited about helping people go beyond the bestseller because so many people, for example, they do create a book uh, or they're part of an anthology or a compilation book and then they become a bestseller and they don't know what to do with that. There's so much that we can do with that. 
And if you're thinking about ditching the job, the cool thing about Daily Success Institute is I actually have courses on that site that you can go and sign up for and you learn how to become an entrepreneur and deal with things like mindset or how do you price things? Um, how do you go from being a brick and mortar type person into the um, virtual world? And not everybody is cut out for virtual, but you're definitely going to be in using virtual and real world today. And because I come from what people now would call old school. Um, I can see it from both sides. You know, all the old school marketing is your foundation. How do you apply that to new media? So, uh, let you know, that's one of the, I guess, my superpowers is that I've lived long enough to have experienced, uh, you know, rotary dial telephones and video when it was black and white. And when uh, Captain Kirk had his communicator, um, and that was just a fantasy. And now, of course, we have them <laughs> in our hands. So, so it's, it's, it's really um, kind of fun to be um, at this place right now. Well, Tammy, we'll have all those uh, resources in the show notes so people can reach out to you. I do want to thank you so much for coming on Ditch the Job because um you know this is the first episode and many more to come but for everyone listening uh, at home in your car going to work wherever you are remember it's never too late to ditch your job tammy thank you so much for coming on the show thank you thank you for listening to this episode of ditch the job uh if you enjoyed this episode i greatly appreciate if you could leave a quick review we are a relatively new show and all those reviews are really going to add up and if you want to talk with me about how you can boost your revenue Schedule a free strategy call with me. See how we can work together. The link is markberry.com slash strategy for anyone who's interested. We will be throwing it in the show notes. But once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It is listeners like you who allow me to create new podcasts and do all these different projects that I love doing. So what I want you to do is to dream big, achieve greatness, and unlock your potential today.